This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. His mercy has come. And that that has come to swallow you down by death and destruction, accusation, a label, a mark, or a libel. To it, he says, no. Your case is different. Today, I'm talking about the key of mercy and the power to impact our world. When we speak of the word impact, it is to cause an effect, something radical that changes the course of every other thing that has been occurring in a particular way or in a particular direction. I've already said that in the day of his power, his people shall be volunteers. The story of blind Bartimaeus in Mark 10 verses 46 to 52 is my reference text of scripture. And they came to Jericho. Jericho is a place of history, generational history in your life. A place where for some people, it's the wall of resistance. For other people, by Christ Jesus, is the place of your triumphant deliverance and victory in Jesus' name. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. We are in a dispensation where because men cannot see, women cannot see the way, the help, the deliverance, they have been reduced to the wayside as beggars of help of man, but vain is the help of man. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, I don't know what it is today you must hear, but as you and I hear, may that which will come out of us be as a cry of blind Bartimaeus. He may not have been able to see anymore, but he had a voice that he could raise as a cry. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Today, that mercy cry before the throne of mercy shall be answered by the peace of God and his power perfecting all processes. Where there have been questions, there will be answers. Where there has been error, there shall be correction. And where there has been a query, there shall be a solution. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. What kind of peace? What they were saying was, hold your pieces. Go out of here with your brokenness. Take it. Package it. Just like that woman said. It's like, keep walking with your reproach. Keep living with it. We don't need your kind here. Jesus, thou son of David. He cried the more a great deal. Have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still. Today, Jesus is standing still. And why? The word of the Lord declares, be still and know. See a manifestation that I am God. You shall see the manifestation 
Because that which you see, even in this temple, even in this assembly, is as that which the eyes of the prophet saw in the year that King Uzziah died. And the glory of the Lord filled, filled the temple. What is the temple? It's not a physical place. It is you and I. We are his temples. God will fill every life here. Whatever has been empty or emptied out as consequence of disobedience or an attack or sickness, whatever it is, there shall be by God an infilling of the spirit of the living God. Because that which flows from the throne of God is the river of God and it carries healing. For as many as are athirst, drink, he says of it. I am, I am as living water. Drink that you may thirst no more. Someone came here so thirsty. You've been in a dry, painful, wilderness, solitary, lonely, wounded experience and place. But Jesus is standing still. Picture this. His Excellency, our president, or an executive governor, or even Daddy Gio, even my pastor, my husband. When you have executives walking and suddenly they stand, things begin to rearrange themselves around them. Once the principal stands, everything stands. A certain kind of alertness comes. He hasn't said anything. And they begin to say, what is it? What's happening? Oga, I mean, waiting, waiting happen, waiting happen. I don't know, you know. Then someone has, as it were, seemingly, the courage to begin to come closer. Jesus stood still. When principal stands still, you know something is about to be said. Something has got his attention. Something has got his attention. Someone has got God's attention here this morning. Be still, he says. I know. See a demonstration and a manifestation of the fact that I am. I am. I am. I am that I am. I am God. And when Oga stands, the next thing is attention. And he commanded, I decree by the command of the living God. That which must be commanded concerning you in this season of bold and beautiful. By the blessing of the womb that gave you birth, that is mother. That we celebrate as woman in the world today in the mighty name of Jesus I declare a provocation of the Lord's location in your life he stood still and commanded him who to be called I say who is being called this morning can you hear your name 
Can you hear your name? Jesus now is calling you by name. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. Because it's his mercy calling you. Yes, it's his mercy calling you. Is he pulling at? He stands at the door of your heart to say, will you open and let me in? Or are you going to come another Sunday and leave me outside away? Are you going now to open up and let my love come in and heal to redeem, restore, refresh, revive, and turn your life around. I'm standing still for you today. Don't walk away from me. I am the first, the only love that will never, never break your heart. I am the way, the truth. I would never, never, never lie to you. Jesus is standing still today for you. Amen. So picture the commander standing still and commanding Bartimaeus to be called and they called the blind man who are the days in your life now they know you now they come to you now they are around you now they say come, come, come that lie they called peace that was to cost you to curse you to make you remain in your state of shame and pain in your blindness not seeing that he is the way the truth and the life now they come to you Whitewashed sepulchres, hypocrites, full of dead bones. And they called the blind man. Blind man, they said, as though they didn't know his name. Blind man, barren woman, single divorced woman, every single mother. And saying unto him, be of good comfort, rise. He calleth thee. There's a generation that speaks with a language that sounds like Christianese. They have a form of godliness, but there's no power in what they're saying. What is power from God is his love and his compassion. If there was real compassion and love, they would have brought him to Jesus. Where there is love, you will lift your lame sick friend. You will carry him. You will break through a roof and you will place him before the altar. Rise, they said. Be of good comfort. He calleth thee and he casting away his garment. I don't know what needs to be cast away from your life this day. But there is a casting away. No angel did it for Bartimaeus. None of them did it for him. Bartimaeus did it himself. I don't know what you need to cast away today. 
Don't waste any time casting it away and making it to this altar. That that which is called salvation, the soteria of God, the full package of his liberty wherewith he makes you free unto all things, to show forth and to shine because that is what happens when God shines out of Zion, the perfection of beauty. He cast away his garment. He rose. There shall be a rising. There shall be a rising. For who? For as many as believe on him. And he will come to him. Not in a familiar, irreverent way. Jesus! And we are shouting at him. Don't shout. Enough shouting. With no reverence. We worship him. It was a worship. He cried. Yes, it was a desperation. But he wasn't shouting at. He was shouting to. And Jesus answered. What will thou that I should do unto thee? This question is interesting because you say, isn't it obvious? The man is blind. Let me tell you what wasn't obvious. Jesus knew that man. And he knew his matter was not a matter of being blind. It was a matter of something deeper. And we will get there. And the blind man said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Himself and Jesus were having a conversation at surface level. But something else was going on. And Jesus said unto him, and this is where you find the answer. Go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Whole? He didn't say, your faith has made you see. Why wholeness? My understanding by the spirit is that this man had a situation of that which he needed, that of an unconfessed sin. Something he had put his hands to. Something he had exposed himself to. He had no business exposing himself to. I don't know that it took or caused him blindness, but he was spiritually blind. And he had come to a place of emptiness. And as he said that I might receive sight, and Jesus said, go thy way, what he was saying is, I have seen your repentance. I have seen your confession. I have seen your admission. You are not saying, why was I born blind? Like I said, it is true. If you say, why me? Who are you praying it for? And so it is. That Jesus, what he actually redeemed, wasn't this sight that we see. But was a generational curse or a foundational sin. Was something of such contradiction because of his own action. But it received mercy there is something in your life whoever you are listening to me you know the truth and may it set you free today that what men see and have pity on you for is not the reality of what you need to confess before God what men you are sitting by the side begging help for what men don't see is where you missed it with God by your own action. And instead of asking for mercy. And forgiveness. For that thing. 
that action. God is a merciful God. Because of his mercies, even you in your sin and me, we were not consumed. He is still speaking today. He is still standing still for one person to sincerely, truthfully, without forming, bringing true godly repentance to the altar of God. Say, Lord, I confess my sin. That he may answer instantly. God is an instant answer of peace to every dilemma. Three things from this teaching. One, with God, nothing shall be impossible. Because of mercy, by the power of mercy, nothing, nothing is impossible. But when you start facing hurdles of impossibility, watch what you have not confessed. Because where there is mercy, God showed me, there's always a way. If my mercy is with you, he says, come to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to help you in time of need. Hebrews 4.16. There is always mercy. His mercies are made new every morning. There's no shortage of mercy. But have you asked for mercy or are you begging for the material? Philippians 2.13 For it is God, the Father of mercy, which worketh in you and in me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. May the Lord's will be perfected in you to do what he will have you do now. Wherever you are, don't waste time. Where you are, just sitting there right now. Just tell God, I am sorry. Give him a prayer of true repentance. In brokenness, it's not about your human rights. It's about the righteousness of God that resolves and dissolves, sorts out and arranges your life by purpose. Because this is his thought towards us. To give us, to give us, to give us a future. Why would he withhold it? Only it is our sin, your disobedience. That is all that has separated you from his mercy. Worketh in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is the power of faith. The corresponding action of Bartimaeus. That produced the miracle of sight. By wholeness through repentance. Number two. He makes all things beautiful in his time. There were other blind beggars there begging. I don't believe Bartimaeus was the only one at the Jericho point when Jesus came. They remained there as beggars and mendicants. But something happened that translated Bartimaeus from being the blind man to being an open wonder. That cry, that desperate cry of mercy was a cry of repentance. And by it, all things opened up and he came in that power of life to deliver. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, he hath made some things 
everything beautiful in his time. God has a set time and a set way of doing what he does. Does that mean that some people in a protracted situation, it's like, God, when is this set time? Now is that set time once you engage it by your cry of mercy. It can be activated. Mercy is every day. So set time is every day. May we get understanding and get it. Isaiah 61 3 says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And it goes on that he who God might be glorified. On Friday evening, we had some time with the mature special ladies. I called it a movie date. I invited two of my friends from the International Women. You know, two of my friends from the International Women, secular, you understand, to come in. Because it's not about it just being a church throne room thing. They came. They heard a testimony. And the move of God happened in an instant. One was Venezuelan. The other one has her French connection. I don't know what this is. This must be God. They had healing that touched them in places we don't know the business. We don't know their business. But they, not here at this altar, but in a place God prepared, were broken into that place of God's love. God is omnipresent. That's why I'm confident that what happened this week cannot be boxed in to an event program. It's God's program. We're just privileged to catch a glimpse of it. And now I say, may you see. May you, may you see in your life a demonstration of what we saw in such a uniquely configured DNA measure. Beauty is unity. Behold, the people is one. They have one language. And this they will begin to do. I don't know what it is that needs to be, bought, to be done in your life. But what I want to give a call to, please. Please join this work. Please don't stay apart. Please join it. It's not programmed for the woman. It's not programmed for a few. It's a blessing for all. Because everyone in the throne room has an oil that only belongs to them by grace and for God's power to be demonstrated in Jesus' name. The third and final point is the blessing of mercy. Pastor has been teaching us about the anointing of access. And I found out that where there is no mercy, there is no access. There can be favor in the room, favor in the church, favor on this altar, favor on this platform. Where there is no mercy, if you've not come by the mercy seat, you cannot obtain it. So it's all here for all of us. But we must come by mercy. And the way of mercy is the way of true and broken repentance in Jesus' name. Hebrews 4 verse 14. Seeing then that you and I have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Even Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of 
our infirmities. I don't know where you are in pain. But the balm of Gilead just touched you in Jesus' name. In all points, tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Yes, it is possible with God to be preserved, to be restrained, to be contained, to see temptation and walk away in the other direction and know you were just delivered from the snare of the fowler. Let us therefore come boldly onto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I don't know what mega great grace you need in your life. But God who has made all things beautiful in the day of his power, a God of extreme limits because there are no boundaries with him, he will locate you. And in locating you, make a way for you. Many years ago in my Catholic school, St. Louis, they taught us this song, God of mercy and compassion look with pity upon me father let me call you father tis your child return to thee jesus lord i ask for mercy let me not implore in vain all my sins i now profess them i confess them Never will I sin again. Father, today, we receive by your open heavens and your open everlasting arms of love, your power to move into lives, to salvage and raise up what is a mess and turn it around into a message and a story of glory and a testimony of your power. And in this place, even as your sons and daughters begin now to confess by the move of your spirit to bring them to repentance, to bring them to a place, oh God, where they laid all down before your altar. Let your move be mighty. Let your move be mighty in this place. All power belonging to God. Rendering power to what is powerless. Rendering help to what is helpless. Rendering hope to what has turned hopeless. Somebody needs to come into that place. Come into that place. That place where his mercy says, no, I'm not letting you go. And you press in like that woman with the issue of blood. I don't know what is bleeding in your life. But press in and touch the hem of his garment. Because in the place of beauty, there is unity. And in that place of touching the hem of garment, there shall be a miracle. There shall be deliverance in Jesus' mighty name. I don't know who you are. But I present myself as an altar and a living testimony of God by the sacrifice of Lord Jesus. He took me from being a prodigal. He brought me to a place in Jesus' mighty name where today I stand and I'm celebrated. But that which I celebrate above all is a testimony of Christ in me, the hope of glory. That which he has made me by his grace, that for him, that which men shall see as a burning bush is a minister of flame that he has appointed to me. That I may ignite in every life here as many as are desperate and calling out somebody say Jesus if you are still sitting down and you are desperate you're in the wrong position get yourself into a posture and begin to declare it again Jesus 
Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Begin to pray and ask for mercy. That the father of mercy will come in his power. Because this is the day of his power. In the name of Jesus. Salvation is for as many who believing on that name will confess Jesus as Lord. Who is coming to this altar today? Who is refusing to go home the same way? Whoever you are, come, 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 come. The Spirit of God says, come. The Spirit and the Bride say, come. Oh, come by His Word. Come because this is a day of His power. Do not stay back, come forward. Do not remain there, come out. Come out of the Lord's power, the Lord's blessing, the Lord's mercy, the Lord's goodness, the Lord's righteousness, the Lord's deliverance, the Lord's wrath against your enemy may break out in Jesus' name. Father Lord, we thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. It says, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shall shine. But he also roars. And when the lion roars, who will not be afraid? The Lord placed in my heart to minister this song as whoever it is comes out. You want to receive Jesus as Lord? Please come. Don't go away the same way you've been coming every other Sunday. Or you want to repent. You are not living the way you should. There is something to confess before God. Today, there shall be by the righteousness of God that which cancels every outstanding accusation that the accuser is bringing against your life in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a redeemer in Israel. There is that which is a balm and brings healing in Jesus' name. He says, I will make a way where there seemed to be no way. He is making a way for you. He made it for me. He made it for me. He will make it for you. He says, mercy makes a way. Where there seems to be no way He works in a way we cannot see He will make a way for you and me He will be your guide As we hold Him closely to our sides With love and strength for each new day Mercy makes a way, oh, mercy makes a way. Help me sing and say mercy. Mercy makes, whoever you are, please come. Please don't stay. Please come out. Please come out. The Lord touch you where you are. Don't be shy. Don't be ashamed. Please come forward. Today is your day. Today is your day. This is his time to set you free, to make you truly his son, his daughter, a father to your sons, a father to your children, a mother to your own. In the name of Jesus, do not stay back. Come out. Mercy. Cry out to him. Mercy, mercy. Somebody The Lord is making a way for you. He's breaking through for you. You have been God said, no more bitterness. Come, confess it. I will heal. I will give an instant redemptive miracle. Who are you? The Lord has your name. Don't go back the same. Please don't go. Please come. 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 The Spirit of God. 
My husband knows the story. I won't go there. For one whole year, any money I got, I didn't buy a single thing. I used it to pay for someone's event because they turned around and called me a liar, a thief. I couldn't understand it. I was too afraid to go and say, let me go to court or to create a scene. So I started paying. In the millions. By the time I reached the end of that year, meanwhile, let me tell you something. Nobody saw it on me. I didn't take it from my husband asking anything I got 100,000, 50,000. I pay my tithe, I give my offering. My nephew is here today, I will pay. And God, through it, told me, Don't be bitter, Dio. I was mistreated. I got to the end of the year and I said, Lord, take my life. I don't even understand how I of all people, my husband doesn't know. I, I, I prayed that prayer that this thing is too much. But God had another way he was working out for me. I don't know who you are. You are still bitter, but come. I know you are still saying, no, I, I, I can't let it go. It's okay, don't let it go, but still come. Come offended. Come offended to this altar. Come with the offense and let us see if that offense has the power to go back with you. That offense is a demon. That offense is a killer. That offense is a destroyer. It's we believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.